0: The following program is intended for mature audiences.
1: Warmest aloha, sir.
2: Hey, Holly. Hi, Holly. To you too. He's so holy he doesn't even know he's holy. I'm tempted to say Menehune. like Hawaiian leprechauns <laughs> <laughs>
3: or chipmunks or something.
1: <laughs> What's wrong with that turtle?
0: He has lung
2: problems because he smoked here too much turtle weed, which is bad. Here 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 right, Ola? Huh. <laughs> what?
4: Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. People I know every angel these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy.
1: What we're about to say.
5: see we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guess.
3: Of December, let's Krampus night here again. Remember, remember the 5th of December. Bad kids will meet their end. As Krampus comes just once a year, the naughty kids will live in fear. The chains will rattle, the footsteps clunk, scream, little child. There's nowhere to run his Krampus has a burlap sack He carries it upon his back While inside, bad children squeal They don't know they're his next meal
0: Krampus lives in an ancient lair where shadows dwell with snake-like hair. Watch where you step, for bones will break. If your children are naughty, Krampus will take everything they are and bring them here. Be thankful, it's only once a year.
3: Remember, remember the 5th of December It's Krampus Night here again Remember, remember the 5th of December Bad kids will meet their end Haven't you wondered on Christmas Day what the bad kids were taken away Krampus did it This is true, you better behave, and your ass is through. I've got a secret you have not heard. Believe me, kitties, every word. Santa and Krampus are actually friends. Don't yell for St. Nick when you meet your end. Remember, remember the 5th of December It's Krampus night here again Remember, remember the 5th of December The bad kids will meet their end Remember, remember the 5th of December It's Krampus night here again Remember, remember the 5th of December. The bad kids will meet their
1: hair.
6: How's it, and welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono in the 808. I'm what the happened, oh man.
2: man? <laughs> and I'm Dr. Aloha.
6: I seriously just had. Krampus blockage.
2: You forgot who you were.
6: <laughs> no, I just—I don't know what just happened.
2: Okay.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, Mele Kalikimaka, and we're going to be having a very Krampus Xmas. We just came into Krampus Night by Jeff Bellinger. That is a cool song.
2: How in the world did you find that song? It was
6: very difficult to find. <laughs> I just looked like a—I looked for a demon eating a child. Oh jeez. <laughs> That's how I I found the song.
2: Awesome. (laughs) Well, good job.
6: (laughs) Well, the 5th of December is going to be a very interesting twist on this whole entire story of Krampus because that's all you keep hearing is the 5th of December, and we're going to get into why that is. Uh, If you don't know the full story of Krampus and the history and origin and folklore and myths and legends of him, Amanda is so excited about this.
2: I mean, it's pretty cool. I I, the story is pretty cool, but
6: we were talking off uh, off mic. Amanda just doesn't want Krampus to become a traditional part of the North American holiday season.
2: I think it's cool. Like, I really enjoyed the movie, and I enjoyed the stories um, and the whole. I don't know. Myth legend whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't want a big ugly Krampus next to my <laughs> Christmas tree. It's awful looking. <laughs> Christmas is a jolly season.
6: Well, so if nobody knows the, I mean before we start getting into this, um, you know, it's like Krampus was Saint Nicholas's or Santa Claus's shadow and they would divide up the naughty and nice list and obviously Krampus would get the naughty list and take care of those kids think is you know we've always been growing up is as long as we're nice we're going to get presents and if we're not nice we either get coal or we just don't get anything
2: yeah and i'm okay with the coal. you're okay
6: with that you're okay <laughs> yeah. yeah you'd rather have that than being beaten and eaten and drowned by a demon
2: And traumatizing or <laughs> killing children yeah i think i think that's pretty okay with me okay. oh my gosh okay
6: so let's get into this but um Now, we're going to be dedicating this podcast to patron Christy, and it's going to be sponsored by her ad-free to all the wonderful listeners, so we're not going to have any ads in this podcast because of her. Uh, You know, really, Christy has given us an excuse to finally do an all-scary and out-of-the-ordinary Christmas holiday podcast. This is the first time in all the podcasts I've ever done that we're doing a scary Halloween podcast. I mean, a scary Christmas podcast. Yeah. But it kinda, mean, it's kind of like extending Halloween a little bit.
2: It's kind of fun, but for me, I like to separate the two.
6: <laughs> I think one of the things, and I don't know, I think we may be talking about it later on in the podcast, but it is that I think people are just kind of getting stagnant With the same, like I don't know, 10, 15, 20, 30 holiday movies that they always watch. And they want to start adding something different. Maybe something a little spooky and something a little scary. Or just something out of the ordinary to their collection of favorites to watch during the holidays.
2: So that's cool. I mean, I do like a scary christmas movie idea for something a little different to spice it up or whatever that's awesome but they really got to step up the scary christmas movies because they're pretty pretty rough but we'll talk about that later we are going
6: to talk about that later yeah (laughs) okay so we're going to be playing lots of intense and spooky holiday music during the podcast as we begin with the main theme of the show the story and legend of krampus Mm -hmm. The Dark Shadow of St. Nicholas.
2: That sounded so German. (laughs)
6: Krampus! (laughs) I'm doing pretty good, right? Yeah. Alright. It was the night before Christmas, and with his parents and siblings fast asleep in their beds, little Timmy decided to sneak downstairs and open his presents early. He was filled with excitement as he began to open everything. But when he finally got to his own present, Timmy was left looking down at a cold, hard lump of coal. The room went cold, and he could hear the rattling of chains behind him. This year there would be no visit from Santa, for those who misbehave will only be greeted by the shadow of Saint Nicholas, the demon of Christmas, Krampus. Okay, so we're going to begin the story of Krampus. <laughs> Maybe that's not even the right way to say it. Is it Krampus? I don't know. Okay. The one called Krampus is a horned-hoofed, otherworldly, immortal creature. Kr- <laughs>
2: okay. Are you laughing already? Yeah. <laughs> At your voice. Uh, do, you like yeah, it? do you like it? Do you like
6: it? Krampus goes back to central and eastern Alpine folklore, who, during the Christmas season, scared children who had misbehaved. Krempos would assist St. Nicholas with a naughty list during the winter solstice as the pair would visit children on the night of the 5th of December, with St. Nicholas focused on the nice list rewarding the well-behaved children with simple gifts such as oranges, dried fruit, walnuts, and chocolate stuffed in stockings. While the badly behaved ones only received coal in their stockings, but Krempos took it a step further. By handing out severe punishment, it was well known that Krampus would tie batches of birch sticks together and then whip and spank bad children till they bled. Wonderful! <laughs> Don't you love that? Isn't no. that wonderful? That's so a wonderful, horrible. so wonderful story. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the ultimate origin of Krampus is unclear. Many myths, legends, and folklore history. Uh, Said so the horned and hoofed beast predates Christian origins. There are stories that go back thousands of years, whereas stories of St. Nicholas go back about 1800 years. It is believed that Krumpus originated as a pagan figure with a deep connection to Hollow's Eve and the Christmas time period of the winter solstice.
2: I never would have guessed by looking at him.
6: <laughs> right? No.
2: <laughs> <Being sarcastic. laughs>
6: I know you are. Krampus' historical records point to Germany as the origin of Krampus. The horned demon name derives from the German word Krampen, which means claw. Krampus had always been connected to the pagan rituals of the winter solstice. According to its original legend, Krampus is the son of Hell, the Norse god of the underworld, which ultimately is connected to the Norse gods of Viking culture like Thor and Odin. This shit's awesome. I loved learning this shit. <laughs> I, can I was can only like, imagine. I was getting so in. I was like getting so into it that I had to play like this music in the background while I was educating myself.
2: <laughs> so I know Thor was in the <laughs> movie. Who's Odin?
6: Odin is Thor's father. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we have to watch the original Thor, and then you'll be able to meet Odin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You want to take over from there?
2: Sure. Do a little bit. However, it gets even more bizarre. Some believe that the original Santa Claus was a Krampus figure and the modern-day Santa Claus was created to be the polar opposite of the original Krampus figure. Mm. In the end, it's pretty clear that these figures have been created with the intent to create a god and devil, good and evil-like, mythical-like relationship between the two.
6: Interesting.
2: The celebration of the 5th of December is done with traditional parades oh boy. known as krampus <laughs>
6: <laughs> krampensloth <laughs> or known as krampus run the krampus run i've heard about these
2: like the santa cons that we have yeah, here the except they're all krampuses
6: yeah so here so this is the krampus run where they run it up down up and down like the town roads
2: yeah that's together what the santa in a parade yeah that's
6: exactly what yeah, the krampus run is that's really funny i know
2: Young men participate in this run by dressing up as Krampus, attempting to scare the parade audience crowd and their children with their antics of tricks, as well as tossing coal, whipping their bird sticks and their fire shoes.
6: not tell me you don't want to go to I Germany can, to see this. I
2: can't even imagine. <laughs> Such events occur annually in most Alpine towns. Krampus is also fe- featured on many holiday greeting cards during the winter solstice called Krampus. Krampus Carton? Yeah,
6: Krampus Carton. There you go. <laughs> I'm not making fun of that either. I think I'm doing pretty good. I think you are too. Okay, I mean, you. I know
2: literally nothing about German, but yeah. it sounds good to me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Some American writers and authors first discovered the Krampus run across Austria and Germany in 1975, which they brought back to the United States. Not until 2013, Did the character pick up steam in the United States with writing on Krampus? It was not until only a few years ago in 2015 with the Hollywood movie Krampus that the mythical history of the character began to become part of American pop culture. So the movie was really good.
6: Yeah, honestly, it was the best version of Krampus you could get. Now, could have been a lot better. I believe that well, it could have sure. been a smashing movie. I believe it could be way better than that. But that, uh, it's good. But I'll, it's good. We'll I never, watch it. We'll watch it every holiday.
2: I never saw the other versions. I know there's a lot. They're not out there. good. They're not that good. Okay.
6: Yeah, they're not that good. The uh, and then we're going to talk about the uh, the one that we saw that wasn't we'll yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We liked it and we didn't in a way. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we can see that it hasn't been a long time. You know, it's only been like less than 20 years that Krampus is starting to come over to the United States when it's been around the world and in Europe for thousands of years, which is just crazy that it's taken this long for a story like this to get to America.
2: That's so funny to me about yeah. the Krampus run because yeah. we have the Santa. I mean, I know it's called Santa Con, There's another yeah. version running with the Santas. Yeah. Can you imagine if somebody dressed up as Krampus and just joined the, them? Running
6: with the Krampuses. Can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> so that anything, would
1: be sick. so funny.
2: That'd be sick.
6: <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead and play Krampuses here.
1: Okay. <laughs>
6: We are back. In Austria, in the aftermath of the 1932 election, the Krampus tradition was prohibited by the Christian Social Party. Along with the clerical fascist Fatherland Front, the government distributed pamphlets titled Krampus is an Evil Man
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Clearly>. <laughs> to push
6: to push people to stop celebrating Krampus Day, December 5th. However, no matter what the government of fascist parties did, the story of Krampus lived on and continued to be celebrated. Today, Krampus celebrations continue to grow and become even more popular than ever before. The Krampus tradition is not only being revived, but exploding across Europe, in places like Austria, Bavaria, Germany, Slovenia, Hungary, Czech Republic, and lately is it catching on in places like Australia and the United States since the ni- 2015 movie release. The local Krampus tradition that took place long before Christmas and St. Nick are now returning, being remembered and taking on new fans across the globe.
2: Cool. Go ahead. Although Krampus appears in many variations, most share very common physical characteristics. He's hairy, usually gray, brown, and black, and has a cloven hooves and horns of a goat. He has fangs and a long-pointed tongue that he licks children with. (laughs) Oh my gosh, he is one ugly character. Krampus carries chains, thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. He thrashes these chains to let the naughty know he is close by. Mm. The chains are always accompanied with bells of various sounds that are always out of key.
6: <laughs> oh, my God. Wouldn't that freak you? That's oh exactly like gosh, the movie. Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah. Krampus yeah. also carries his well-known rutin.
6: Yep. ruten or ruten. Ruten.
2: A bundle of birch branches that he carries to swat, whip, and spank naughty children with until they cry and bleed. The rutin had significant meaning in pre-Christian pagan initiation rites. The birch branches had been used in a whipping motion for punishment.
6: Oh. Have I, you ever seen a birch tree?
2: I, yeah, it's yeah. the one with
6: the white bark and black and white bark. They're not when you go in when you back home when you go in. It's only in cold climates. Yeah, when, I mean back east if you go into the forest you like see one birch tree, and ten. You know, evergreen trees right. or whatever. Yeah, I know Like they're they very rare, and mm-hmm. them, there's not a lot anymore. So for them to come and use these like this,
1: yeah, that's interesting. You got to go into
6: the woods, and you got to find the damn things.
1: <laughs> I wonder I, why. I, birch. I know.
6: I wonder what is if anybody can find out or knows the significance of the birch tree with Krampus. That would be great.
2: I feel like there's got to be a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Krampus also, also often appears with either a sack or a basket strapped to his back so Krampus can carry off evil children for different <laughs> punishments depending on how naughty the children have been. The children could end up with multiple fates. If they had only misbehaved with white lies or not listened to their parents or played tricks on others during the year, they would only be beaten and whipped <laughs> with the birch sticks till they bled. But, if they had done permanent damage or harmed other children or adults, then their fate was sealed with far worse punishments like drowning or burning. But, if you really had been an evil child... Then there was no greater punishment than to be eaten alive by Krampus himself <laughs> and transported to hell until the following Christmas. Okay. Jesus. That, that's so traumatizing. I
6: know. Okay, do you remember watching the movie Krampus? Of course. So it wasn't Krampus that was eating, it was that it was one of his sidekicks that 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 um that clown, it opened its mouth and started eating the the one of the uh, adults. Or one of the children. Yeah. I can't remember. But I forgot to. Yeah. Know. They didn't show Krampus doing it. But that... I mean, they brought a lot of the things of the story of the legends of Krampus into that movie. But yeah, so this is this is very traumatizing for children. I can never imagine like this would really force a child to behave all year, knowing I
2: think it would bring along a lot more than forcing a child to behave. I think this would cause
6: psychological problems. I think it
2: would cause (laughs) severe problems (laughs) such as don't you think it would make children hate christmas and dread christmas and it would no longer be a joyous holiday Uh, to look forward to but it would be like something to get through and pray you survive well see
6: it just depends on like the child that you are like me i have always loved scary things when i was young so i would love this demon thing to be like keeping me in check i mean that's just my opinion no
2: but if you're a kid and you believe it's real even if you're a really good kid yeah. and you're just you have a little anxiety or something you'd be terrified like i think i would probably have hated christmas and dreaded it as a well, kid well i'm
6: wondering how the children over in europe survive this for thousands of years then they seem to be okay people yeah no right?
2: I, I they definitely do but yeah. i don't know i'm just saying here with our climate yeah. and culture in the u.s i don't know i think it caused a lot of problems what you mean to, you
6: mean like maybe today what if it like this was was if this was part of the culture for let's say the last thousand years maybe it wouldn't be a big deal today maybe we would be treating krampus as like just another version of santa claus maybe i, I don't know
2: yeah, maybe, but I'm saying if yeah. it is brought over here now,
6: I don't. Yeah, I, with today, I don't know if we could handle that. I think <laughs> it may. I think I think Krampus may continue to be like that pop culture type of character that may grow with maybe teenagers and older. Yeah. But I don't know if it's ever going to catch on to kids unless we bring it into the forefront as maybe a likable character. Not something scary,
2: but that's changing the whole Krampus. So I kind of hope we don't, and let's just leave it. In my opinion, let's just leave it for like adults and maybe teenagers. I don't know.
6: So now we're gonna go, and we're gonna listen to Night of the Krampus. Oh boy! And we'll be right back. We are back. Now, the dates of December 5th and December 6th hold great significance in the myths and legends of Krampus and St. Nicholas. The Feast of St. Nicholas is celebrated across most of Europe on the 6th of December, however the day before on the evening of the 5th of December, Krampus Night, or (laughs) Krampusnitch. (laughs) <laughs> is celebrated. This is the evening that the wicked, hairy shadow demon of St. Nick appears on the streets and the rooftops and punish the bad boys and girls on St. Nick's naughty list. With December 6th being the well-established Catholics' feast day for St. Nicholas, remembering Father Christmas and celebrating him on that day was custom. As it is known, with St. Nicholas being the patron saint of children, many celebrations featuring children would take place in his honor. Some churches would have boy bishops play St. Nick and celebrate the young boys who performed the function of the church. Because St. Nicholas gave gifts to children and his feast was during the time of Advent, the four weeks leading up to Christmas, Father Christmas became linked with the 25th of Christmas and its celebration. But there is very little link between Krampus, St. Nick, and the birth of Christ on December the 25th although even that date of the birth of Christ on the 25th has never been confirmed, not even in the Bible.
2: I did not know that.
6: Yeah, yeah. Krampus and St. Nick have always been forever linked. However, when it came to the 25th of December, the original stories of Krampus and St. Nicholas are not linked with Christmas itself. Over many centuries and thousands of stories told around the world, it has slowly become traditional to use St. Nick and Santa Claus interchangeably but they are two very distinct and different individuals. However, there has always been one Krampus. (laughs) But even in the legendary tales of Krampus, it has been said that Krampus is a race of more than just one shadow demon, and that Krampus can multiply through his magic or come together any time as one. Many of the Krampus run parades consist of many Krampuses and never just one only in books and holiday cards that represent krampus is the one and only
1: so we don't
6: know if he's many like you know reminds me in a a crazy way of dracula dracula many bats many wolves many rats but when they come together they form one dracula
2: so it's interesting because we have santa claus here obviously there's one real santa right but then when you look at all the people who you dress up or help Santa or whatever, like, yeah. you know, across the country, in shopping malls, wherever, yeah. to get your picture to Santa. Santa's se- helpers. But what's interesting is Santa's all tend to look alike, right? Yeah. But Krampus, not really, because I've seen some very different looking versions, although they're all similar.
6: Yeah, they all, like, some of them have different faces, different eye colors, different, you you know, what they're wearing. Right. Different colored fur. But they said that they either come in brown, gray, or black hair. So there are different ones. So it may be where they are many Krampuses, maybe it's a race, but they all relate to the one Krampus king of them all.
2: They all look related.
6: Yeah, they all look related. (laughs) There you go. Krampus is not only said to be on good terms with Father Christmas, but friends so much so that it is believed that they are brothers who are seen often accompanying the other on their important nights. During the two nights of December 5th and the 6th they are attached at the hip. Father Christmas would share the naughty and nice earth with Krampus, and house to house, business to business they would split duties. so interesting. (laughs) Isn't it crazy? Saint Nick is depicted and usually appears in the eastern Rite bishop attire carrying a golden ceremonial staff. North America had made the decision to call the famous saint Santa Claus, and over time since the 1800s has assigned different purposes for Santa, giving him elves and flying reindeer and a sleigh with a workshop on the North Pole and a famous book called Twas the Night Before Christmas to lay the foundation of the North American Father Christmas. However, when first released in America on December 23rd, 1823, the book was called A Visit from St. Nicholas. Hmm. But the North American writers, religious groups, and the push for commercialism by the department stores wanted to distance themselves from the Eastern European original stories of St. Nicholas Because at some point, they would need to include the demonic Krampus.
2: Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) When it comes to Krampus in Europe, if one comes upon the demon, it is customary to offer Krampus schnapps. A strong distilled (laughs) fruit brandy. (laughs) If given this brandy, Krampus may leave your naughty kids with treats in their smelly <laughs> shoes and pass your home by with only some birch sticks by the children's beds to remind them Krampus was there. Oh, well, that's bribery. nice. Give them some. Yeah, give them some, <laughs> give them some
6: schnapps.
2: Europeans have a very strong relationship with Krampus. There can be no St. Nicholas without the shadow of Krampus beside him. Krampus plays an intricate part in the winter solstice leading up to the four-week Advent Advent. season of Christmas. All those who celebrate send and exchange greetings and holiday cards of both Krampus and St. Nicholas. (laughs) It's so so funny to me. Greetings from Krampus. The cards usually say while having humorous rhymes and poems of Krampus tales. Krampus is often featured on these greeting cards, looming menacingly over children, spanking or kicking them (laughs) on cards. There's also very sexual depictions of Krampus chasing down young, beautiful (laughs) women for the older crowd. This is horrible. It's awesome. Over time, the representation of Krampus in the cards has changed. Older versions of Krampus are downright frightening. However, today, for Krampus to reach a broader audience, more modern and cuter versions are being represented even as far as to depict krampus as more cupid like of a creature so what do you mean by that
6: i mean like um so if you yeah so if you look at a cupid they are um hoofed and half of their body is a goat and then they have the horns but they're short and stubby and kind of little like i have a little bit of a belly that's kind of like a Cupid, the but... The
2: little boy in the diaper with an arrow?
6: Well, that? that is... Okay, so catch this. That is the American version of what a Cupid is. That's Did you what, know that? That's
2: what I named my cat after.
6: Yeah, so... so <laughs> Okay, so you guys, if you don't know that, originally a Cupid is uh, a, a Greek, I believe, and it is really a super small cute version of what Krampus is. It's half... A, a Cupid is half goat. Huh. Half human. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Uh, And the uh, American version is a little small person in a diaper.
2: So listen to this. Yeah. Krampus today is even being shown to hand out candy to the children to gain the demon more appeal.
6: See, so that's the inevitable mark of where they want to go with this. They want to get it more in the forefront and get children kind of interested. So that's interesting. Because they're changing them from like
2: killing or slapping children to handing out candy.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, in ways, this is what, you know, in ways, this is what over hundreds of years they've done with um, St. Nicholas to Santa Claus. That's true. They've they've changed it in many ways. Yeah. Well,
2: I'm okay with it.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, if that's going to get little kids a little more involved and maybe, maybe he'll be, maybe Krampus will be right in the middle of maybe he's not too bad. Maybe he's not too good, but you know, he's kind of right in the middle. I don't know. We'll see. The character of Krampus has now been imported to North America and gaining steam. Although modified, the North American media has held on to many of the origin stories of Krampus. And Americans can't get enough of this new gap representing that void between Halloween and the Christmas season uh, during this known winter solstice and Advent season. It's (laughs) just interesting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, during this winter solstice. It's just interesting how that maybe more and more people are getting more involved with maybe bringing Krampus into... The holiday season between Halloween and Christmas—I don't know, maybe mm. a little bit, maybe—which isn't bad, you know. But we were just talking about, like, I had just found a seven-foot-tall Krampus.
1: Yeah, you did. And
6: it was frigging amazing. And I'm uh. like, wow, if we could just put this next to the tree, but no. that wouldn't be, yeah, that wouldn't be too happy, would it? No. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it would be better to be put outside at Halloween. I
2: mean, I love them for <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, okay. I don't know.
6: Okay. So there you go then. Okay, in North America, Krampus is gaining ground with. Krampos the Devil of Christmas, a collection of vintage postcards first depicted in America in 2004, then to Krampos the Yule Lord, a 2012 novel, and in many movies since, such as the biggest success called Krampos, released in 2015, which has exploded the curiosity concerning Krampos and the origin stories between him and Saint Nicholas. Now, that is the Krampus story. So we're going to end the Krampus story with this. And you may be surprised. I think you're going to be shocked. I don't know if you read this or or I think everyone is. Yeah, I
2: thought.
0: He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness
6: sakes. This was not written for or by Santa. That text predates Santa Claus and was first used to describe Krampus and his words of wisdom to the naughty children.
2: That's crazy.
6: Isn't that crazy?
2: Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> what does Krampus say?
6: Wow, I'll tell you. that, that just, that's just He says that.
2: He says ho, ho, ho like Santa?
6: No, he doesn't. He just says pretty much what what I just told you. Oh, no, I know. He's, he's that saying. little sick. He's that guy who's... You have a wonder, like... Is Santa really kind of hanging out over kids, watching their every move? and That's kind of creepy, don't you think? Yeah. Well, that's why. It's because Krampus was the one doing that.
2: Well, yeah, and that's creepy, too. Okay,
6: so it is creepy, but uh, that is just weird. The
2: Krampus doesn't say anything like Santa says ho, ho, ho? No,
6: not oh, okay. particularly. He just goes, <laughs> like that. Wonderful. <laughs> now, Europe has had Krampus in its history for thousands of years, but we have not. As a country, we have only truly had a taste of Krampus for about seven years since the 2015 movie. Now, if any of us want to start making Krampus a part of the holiday tradition, then we should bring Krampus into November and slowly into December and actually celebrate Krampus Day on December 5th. But also let the children know about the story of Krampus and read it to them. Leave the birch twigs somewhere in the house or some chains next to the fireplace Anything that would remind them of the Krampus story, so they know to behave. I think this is a great idea to make kids aware early in life that there are consequences for their actions if they are naughty. So be good, for goodness sakes. <laughs> I think
2: coal's good <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'll stick with the coal. you stick with your Krampus. <laughs> oh,
6: so we're going to go ahead and we're going to go to the middle break. We're going to do the entire Grinch
2: Oh yes
6: because he's a guy who's got problems too
2: and is such a great soundtrack.
6: <laughs> what about Grinch against Krampus? Uh-huh. That would be a great battle
2: I feel like Krampus would
6: win probably <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll go listen to the Grinch and then we'll be back okay We're
4: Every Who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Oh, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be perhaps that his shoes were too tight. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. But whatever the reason his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve hating the who's, staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchy frown and the warm lighted windows below in their town. For he knew every who down in Whoville beneath was busy now, hanging a holly who Trim up the tree with Christmas stuff,
1: like bingo balls
3: and hoo fluff. Trim up the town with goo-hoo guns and blizzle pigs and wongs. Trim every blessed window and trim every blessed door. Hang up whoo boo, who picks. Then run out and get some more. Hang pantoukas on the ceilings, pile pantounas on the floor.
1: Trim every blessed needle on the blessed Christmas tree. Christmas comes tomorrow.
0: Trim you. Trim up your pets with fuzzle-fuzz and bliffer-bloofs and wuzzle-wuzz. Trim up your uncle and your aunt with yards of hoof on flant.
3: Trim every house in Hooville from the cellar to the roof. Hang up a mile of dafflers and three miles of snappers Hang dang donglers on the bathtub. Trim the occupant with floof.
1: with Christmas stuff
4: like bingo balls and hoo fluff trim up the town with goo guns gums and bizzle and trim up the tree with bizzle pinks and wongs and they're hanging their stockings he snarled with a sneer tomorrow is Christmas it's practically here then he growled with his Grinch fingers nervously drumming I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Or tomorrow I know all those who-girls and boys will wake bright and early. They'll rush for their toys and then, oh, the noise, oh, the noise, 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 noise. There's one thing I hate. all the noise, 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 noise. And they'll shriek, squeaks, and squeals racing round on their wheels. They'll dance with jing-tinglers tied under their heels. They'll blow their floofloobas, they'll bang their tartinkers. They'll blow their hoo hoobas they'll bang their gar They'll beat their drum tookas they'll slam their slu slunkers they'll beat their blum they'll wham their who-wonkers and they'll play noisy games like zoo kaze a roller-skate type of lacrosse and croquet and then they'll make ear-splitting noises to looks on their great big electro cardio schnooks then the who's young and old We'll sit down to a feast. And they'll feast, and they'll feast. And they'll feast, 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 feast. They'll feast on who pudding and rare who roast beast. Raw oh, roast beast is a feast I can't stand in the least. And then they'll do something I hate most of all. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, will stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'll stand hand in hand, and those who's will start singing. this whole Christmas sing, the more the Grinch thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why for 53 years I put up with it now. I must stop Christmas from coming. But how? Then he got an idea. An awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful awful idea i know just what to do the grinch laughed in his throat i'll make a quick santa claus hat to the coat. and he chuckled and clucked what a great grinchy trick with this coat and this hat i'll look just like saint nick all i need is a reindeer The Grinch looked around, but since reindeer are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the Grinch? Ha! The Grinch simply said, If I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. So he took his dog Max, and he took some black thread, and he tied a big horn on the top of his head. Then he loaded some bags and some old empty sacks on a ramshackle sleigh, and he whistled for Max. And the Grinch said, get up. And the sleigh started down towards the homes where the Hoos lay a snooze in their town. were dark no one knew he was there all the whos were all dreaming sweet dreams without care when he came to the first little house of the square this is stop number one the old grinchy claws hissed as he climbed to the roof empty bags in his fist he slid down the chimney a rather tight pinch but if santa could do it then so could the grinch he got stuck only once for a minute or two then he stuck his head out of the fireplace flew where the little who stockings hung all in a row these stockings he grinched are the first things to go and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room and he took every present, popcorns, pamponas, pantookas and drums, checkerboards, bisselbinks, popcorn and plums and he stuffed them in bags Then the crinch very nimbly stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimney.
0: you have termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the seasick crocodile. Then he slunk
4: to the icebox. He took the Who's feast. He took the Who pudding. He took the roast He cleaned out the icebox as quick as a flash. Why, that Grinch even took the last can of hoo-hash. Then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch, I will stuff up the tree. As the Grinch took the tree, as he started to shove, he, he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. He turned around fast and he saw a small hoo. Little Cindy Lou, who, who was no more than two, she stared at the Grinch and said, "Santa Claus, why? "'Why are you taking our Christmas tree? "'Why?' "'But you know, that old Grinch was so smart and so slick, "'he thought up a lie, and he thought it up quick, Why, my sweet little tot, the fake Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, then I'll bring it back here. And his fib fooled the child. Then he patted her head and he got her a drink and he sent her to bed. And when Cindy Lou Who was in bed with her cup, he crept to the chimney and stuffed the tree up. Then he went up the chimney himself, the old liar, and the last thing he took was the log for their fire. On their walls he left nothing but hooks and some wire. And the one speck of food that he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. Then he did the same thing to the other Who's houses, leaving crumbs much too small for the other Who's mouses.
0: You're a foul one, Mr. Grinch. You're a nasty, wasty skunk. Your heart is full of unwashed socks, your soul is full of gunk. Mr. Grinch, the three words that best describe you are as follows, and I quote, stink, stank, stunk, you're a rotter, Mr. Grinch, you're the king of sinful sots. Your hearts are dead, tomato splotched with moldy purple spots, Mr. Grinch. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable, mangled up in tangled up knots. You nauseate me, Mr. Grinch. With a nauseous soup, a nos, you're a crooked jerky jockey and you drive a crooked hoss, Mr. Grinch. you're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce.
4: was a quarter of dawn, all the who's still a bed, all the who's still a snooze, when he packed up his sled, packed it up with their presents, their ribbons, their wrappings, their snoof and their fuzzles, their tringlers and trappings. Ten thousand feet up, up the side of Mount Crumpet, he rode with his load to the tip-top to dump it. The who's he was grinchily humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the who's down in Whoville will all cry, Pooh. That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply must hear. He paused, and the Grinch put a hand to his ear. And he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. this sound wasn't sad why this sound sounded glad every who down in Whoville the tall and the small was singing without any presence at all he hadn't stopped Christmas from coming it came somehow or other it came just the same, and the Grinch with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. He puzzled and puzzled till his puzzle was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. And then... The true meaning of Christmas came through, and the Grinch found the strength of ten Grinches, plus two. And now that his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his loath through the bright morning light. With a smile in his soul, he descended Mount Crumpet, cheerily blowing ho, ho on his trumpet. He rode into Whoville, he brought back their toys, he brought back their floof to the Who girls and boys. He brought back their snoof and their tringlers and fuzzles, brought back their pantookas, their dafflers and wuzzles. He brought everything back, all the food for the feast. And he, he himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beast. Welcome Christmas, bring your cheer, cheer to all who's far and near. Christmas Day is in our grasp, so long as we have hands to clasp. Christmas Day will always be, just as long as we have we. Welcome Christmas, while we stand, heart to heart, and hand in hand. Welcome
1: Christmas!
6: We are back. In the second half, we're going to be covering all the festive but strange and scary movies of the holiday season. And when I say this, I'm talking about real shit ones.
2: Okay. (laughs) I haven't seen that many of them. Well, we've seen a few.
6: We've seen a few, haven't we? Oh,
2: you've seen. There's been some bad
6: ones, some good ones.
2: Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah. Okay, so the first one is up. A Christmas Horror Story. It's a mixture of four different scary Christmas stories with my favorite story being the zombie elves, Santa Claus, and Krampus. Can you believe that one? This was actually a good story.
2: I haven't seen it. I haven't long.
6: seen it, I know. But this is one that I think you would actually like the zombies for a change because we've had some real bad zombie movies. Really bad. Really bad. The ending of this story was the biggest surprise. All the stories are well done and effed up. But this movie is one of my favorite holiday horror surprises. And the movie is narrated by William Shatner. Which is very cool. <laughs> he's like a DJ jockey, and he's like talking about these four different stories. Now, many shows, what they do, when they do multiple stories, like I think it was Trick or Treat, they actually do one story at a time and separate them, I believe, but this one, all four stories are happening at the same time.
2: I love when they're intertwined like that. Yes,
6: yes. That's exactly that's what this favorite, one is. That's my favorite, yeah. So I think everybody will enjoy this. this. I would say this is, if you wanted an alternative movie... For the holidays, A Christmas Horror Story is a must-watch. It is rated R, so probably is not for children.
2: I imagine with zombies and Krampus. <sighs> yeah, Is I know. it is I it know. new or is it older? Uh, is it what? Like a newer it's a, movie? It's a,
6: I would say it's somewhere in the 2010 to 2020 area. Oh. I can't remember actually off the top of my head what That's year right. it was. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's a newer movie. But it's, uh, the the story at the end, how it all ends and comes together, is really a, whoa, what the hell just happened.
2: <laughs> I kind of want to see that yeah, one.
6: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we'll definitely watch I'll watch it again. Okay. Okay, now this is one we've both recently watched, Elves. A new- I liked it. Yes. A new series on Netflix right now, Elves, follows a family looking for a Christmas getaway on an island off the Danish mainland. On the drive to their cabin getaway, the family car hits something. But the daughter, Josephine, suspects that the black oil-like blood on the front bumper might be a sign that they hurt something. Now, it's six episodes, about 20-25 minutes each, and you can binge the whole entire show.
2: Yeah, it's like two hours to watch the whole show. You could totally do it in one sitting. Yeah,
6: yeah. Now, it's scary at times, but in no way horror, so it's good for the entire family. It uh, it was a huge surprise to me. I did not think it was going to be this good. Mm -hmm. What did you think? I think the only... The only violence that was really, that you did not like, and I think maybe kids may not like, is that some animals died in it. Yeah. So that would maybe be it. But other than that... And people. Well, I didn't really care for people. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't care about people dying.
2: Care more about the cats.
6: I always care more about cats and cows <laughs> and animals.
2: No, it was it was actually pretty good. I mean, there yeah. were some things about it that make you say, "Oh my goodness!" Like really, yes, <laughs> yes. But overall, it was pretty good. Would you I say liked it's it? a?
6: Would you say it's a must-watch this holiday season? would you would you have the family sit down and watch it
2: i mean if i had to pick like a traditional movie or elves i'd probably go oh, with the traditional well, of course. movie but if you have a little bit of extra time and you want to watch something different it's really pretty good it's worth it
6: okay and now like she was like amanda was saying um, you know she was talking about all oh, really and that's the problem that i have throughout the, through the whole thing is just the main character like everything that she does it just works out all the time and i think if you and me did that we'd be be dead she was
2: just really (laughs) lucky like somebody was always there to save her
6: yeah yeah but now the the the, the final thing is is, is is this a christmas movie
2: it's a movie that takes place during Christmas. Okay, and
6: I know some other movies. Die Hard. Die Hard's
2: <laughs> the same way. I always say. It's not a Christmas movie to me. I don't know. It's a movie that takes place during Christmas.
6: Okay, so it does take place during Christmas. They do put up the tree. They do do presents, and they kind of have the, the music and the vibe of, of the holidays. But... Really, to say it's a Christmas movie, I would say it's it's no more of a Christmas movie than um, Die Hard.
2: Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. And I did have one little problem with yeah, it. Yes, so
6: what did you have a problem with? Well,
2: I can't... You,
6: if, if you can't say it, I don't, don't really give it away. I can't say it
2: that much. I then, just, then, yeah, don't give it away. Yeah, in the beginning when they hit the animal, like, I just want to know where it came from.
6: Oh, yes, okay, so that's the one thing (laughs) they never, and you know what? It really
2: bothers me. And
6: even by the end, they still don't solve that issue.
2: Yeah, and it really bothers me, because I want to know.
6: Okay, so yeah, so you guys, yeah, watch it, and and let's find out what your issues are, because we had a couple (laughs) of issues. One, I had an issue with the main character being perfect, and then something didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 1 and 2. Now, uh, Amanda would never watch these. (laughs) What is Um, it? they're, They're very violent. Um, they're ridiculously hysterical. The story, when you hear the story, it's not hysterical. But it's the acting that's hysterical. Oh. Okay, so we follow a young boy who witnessed his parents murdered by a man in a Santa Claus suit. Oh. I know. The child orphan is raised by nuns as he grows up uh, in, in a Catholic orphanage. And slowly emerges into being a killer toy store santa claus himself what yes it was the first release of a major 80s slasher holiday film made during the times of michael myers jason Voorhees, and freddy krueger with the first happening 10 years earlier which we'll be talking about later this film has a major cult following for the 80s time period and was not taken well because it was the first movie that made Santa Claus a killer. It actually beat out The Nightmare on Elm Street at the movies.
3: Wow. Yes,
6: until it started to get bad publicity for the harming the icon for harming the iconic Santa and was removed from the movie it theaters. It was. Yes.
2: Did you like it?
6: It's fucking ridiculous.
2: Like in a bad way.
6: It, yes, it's um. It, I'm trying to think what it reminds me of. It, it's, it's, I would say of all the slasher movies, you know, you had you had the Freddy Kruegers, you had the Jasons, you have the Michaels. This is the worst of them all. Okay. But for, the, for, for being that, that iconic movie that this was the first time they made Santa bad. You know what I mean? It, yeah. That was a real problem. Uh, but people for the shock value were going to it and they beat out Elm Street until it was removed from the theaters. And then Elm Street obviously blew up but um
2: oh that's so interesting that it was taken out of the theater yes
6: so is this a must watch no it's not a must watch but it's an iconic movie from the 80s that you should watch and you should watch one and two uh part two is even more ridiculous now part this is so crazy so in part one this the, the kid that's an orphan his smaller brother is in the car when his parents are killed But in the whole movie, you don't see that relationship between the younger, younger kid, which was only, he was only months old, and the other kid that went to the orphanage. In the second movie, we follow the smaller kid's life.
2: Oh, that's interesting. That's kind of a cool take on it.
6: Yeah, and he becomes a killer, too.
2: No way. They both do? Yes,
6: but this is the weird thing. As he's in the psych room talking about his other brother that killed people years ago, we see footage from the first movie. Yeah, they use footage from the first movie. I ain't fucking with you. Huh. The movie is an hour and 30 minutes. They use 45 minutes of footage from the first movie so, in the second
2: film. Are you serious? That's terrible. Wow, what a way to cut corners. Oh,
6: my God. They cut corners. Now, the crazy thing is, is the two kids, although one was younger than the other, they were twins because they used the same actor from the first movie to be the brother in the second movie.
2: They couldn't get anybody else? <laughs> I, I, actually, th- I think it was just
6: because they were brothers, right? So they just used the same character. That's weird. Though. It is the most bizarre thing, but you guys got to watch so it. If you're,
2: you- you're wrong. I would watch that. Okay.
6: It's ridiculous, but you got to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The next one is Gremlins. Oh, I love Gremlins. Gremlins. I love Gremlins. <laughs>
2: A special Christmas gift is bought by a father in Chinatown to give to his son, but this gift is unlike any other and has rules to follow. If not, all hell could break loose this Christmas.
6: Yeah. So the um, gremlins, now we both know we had a mogwai. Gizmo. And we had a gremlin. (laughs) Spike. Spike. So obviously if you don't follow certain rules... You can have a mogwai, but then if the rules aren't followed, they become a gremlin. Now, this is what I consider a holiday Christmas movie, because the whole thing does take place during the holidays. It's a gift on, on Christmas Eve, I believe, and it's just Christmas everywhere. I mean, and um, one of the things, who's that guy who dies? There's a guy who dies in the tractor and his wife or whatever, but it's the gremlin. Maybe he talks about how the gremlins come out and do things and things like that. So gremlins seem to be a part of the opposite of what elves are so ah, it's just yeah so I it's just yeah gremlins and elves so it's just interesting and I, I do recommend this as a definite i mean you guys have all seen this if not it's time to show it to the kids because this is a must watch gremlins
2: it is such a good movie it's a classic it'll never get old but that's so funny i never really thought of it as a christmas movie but i see it yeah you're yeah, right. yeah yeah
6: all right so what do we have next
2: we have Anna and the Apocalypse. Ooh. Christmas zombie <laughs> musical. So, get this it is a musical that takes place at Christmas time with lots of zombies all together wrapped up into one movie.
6: Right. So, honestly, I was enjoying the music.
2: You were. Yes.
6: And I was kind of getting into it. If you are a younger crowd, if you've got kids that are teenagers, they, I think they're definitely going to like the music. Um, it's, mm. it's really a basic zombie very story. Basic. <laughs> it's very basic and the acting stinks. I mean, there's a lot of bad things about it. It, so it ends bad. abruptly. It ends just like, that's it.
2: Yeah. And it's so bad. The there's act, a lot of undertones, the acting, and acting. The zombies, it's just all so the
6: bad. Zombies, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, um, <laughs> uh, you know, they gave this movie, if you can believe it, high marks. I think though, because of the musical aspect with that is only the reason. Uh, overall, um, yeah,
2: it was, it was very creative. I,
6: it was very creative. Would I watch it again? Never. Same. Uh, but it's something that you may want to watch your first time, especially if you like musicals. If you like dorky, weird, crazy, spooky musicals related to Christmas, then watch Any of the Apocalypse. I don't
2: think it's dorky. It's just bad yeah, acting. I think it's kind of dorky. No, it's just I think it's kind of dorky. Okay, I don't.
6: <laughs> okay, next up, one of my favorites, The Fat Man. It's current day, and Santa is having a hard time of it, between kids not believing and many others now being on the naughty list, not behaving, so Santa has fewer children to give gifts to, which is hurting the bottom line. And so Santa and Mrs. Claus have no choice but to take a good look at a contract from the military to supplement their income. That is just a crazy fucking concept and idea.
2: It was, it was a very interesting movie. It was, it was
6: very interesting. Unique. Unique. I like that. Very unique. Yeah. And so not only are they dealing with the fact of the realities of life today and money and all these other things, they're also dealing with the military. And then they're also, Santa himself is dealing with a kid that hates him because he never got what he wanted. So he's actually grown up to become an assassin. And now he's hunting Santa down.
2: Right. <laughs> and I he, know. <laughs> Crazy.
6: (laughs) So the person who plays Santa in this is Mel Gibson. (laughs) You would never think that he could be Santa, but I'll tell you, he does a damn good fucking job of Santa. I would like to see, I would say the Fat Man, if we could see the Fat Man part one, two, and three, I would, if you cross the Fat Man and Death Wish together, you have a good, there you go, that's what it is. (sighs) So the Death Wish was a movie back in the 70s. It was a whole bunch of Death Wish, uh, Charles Bronson. But uh, the Fat Man really has those vibes, and um, I love the Fat Man. I thought Fat Man is an absolute must to put into your uh, holiday collection. <laughs> it's rated R, though, so if you got kids, maybe not, not so much for them. No, you know? I don't think so. Okay, here's another one not for kids. Bad Santa.
2: That's a funny one. A
6: drunk loser, down on his luck, plays a Santa at the local mall along with his elf sidekick and begins to build the relationship with a fatherless kid that gets bullied. This guy's an outright loser.
2: Yeah, it's pretty bad. But... but it's
6: hilarious. It was like, I think that was the real first, what the hell is this? Because it was a rated R holiday movie. Yeah. Yeah
2: it was like a train wreck but it was so funny and i love the relationship he built with the little kid that was actually really sweet eventually what did
6: he get like shot up at the end like there's blood all over him and then it's getting on the kid and the kid's going are you okay i don't even remember it was it's a funny movie uh i would say definitely bad sander is a must watch to add to your holiday collection of like spooky or bad Holiday movies.
2: I feel like out of all of them... Kids can't watch that either. Yeah, it's one of the more popular
6: ones. It's one of the more popular ones. Yeah. Okay, now, would you like to do this one? Because we both watched this one together. This was a stinker.
2: (laughs) Black Friday. (laughs) It was another zombie slash alien-like movie, but... Had to do with shopping on Black Friday. It was kind of a cool concept. Yeah, it was
6: a cool concept.
2: And the employees fighting off the zombie-like customers. So the concept itself I liked. The movie itself was just kind of a flop.
6: Yeah, it was, was It was kind of a flop. And then it just ends as well. I was like, oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah. And it had, some, it had some, hey, Black Friday had some good uh, actors in it. So I was a little uh, disappointed with where they went with some of the characters and, and the characters that they killed off too quickly the whole concept was i think a meteor crashed onto earth but it crashed through the through the um toy store but it wasn't a it wasn't a uh meteor it was an alien and then the alien gets into the people and they make them kind of like zombies but they really they were like filled with like i don't know they were aliens they became yeah, aliens th- they right? weren't zombies that's
1: what, yeah yeah
6: so although it had the vibe of an of a zombie movie it w- it was based around an alien taking over bodies that's kind of what it was. It
2: was. Yeah.
6: And it's just kind of like everybody would congregate in the middle of the store if they were aliens and then they would all come together and merge together and become <laughs> one big alien. It was fucking dumb.
2: It was weird. <laughs> yeah.
6: So but if you but you may like it. You may like the comedy of it. You may like it. I mean, would I recommend it as a must? No, absolutely not. Uh, but it's a fur maybe watch it once. Maybe watch it once. Maybe. Okay. Okay, <laughs> we're going to go and play some spooky epic and fun christmas music this is going to be a little longer it's about 15 minutes it's great friggin' music enjoy it <laughs> and then we'll be back to talk about the rest of these movies maybe you should or maybe you should not watch okay <laughs> all right see you in a few are back. Now, this is one that we both have, we we could sit and talk about over the dinner table if we wanted. Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Mm. This was the biggest surprise of the scary holiday movies based on its pure potential. But also with a let-me-down ending, unfortunately. It was very well made, well-filmed, well-acted. A company digs to find the tomb of Santa Claus and his riches, but discovers he was put in a tomb of ice on purpose to keep him away from children, because the true story of St. Nick is not what we have been told.
2: So it goes back to the Krampus story, Yes. Right? Which is kind of cool.
6: This is a Krampus movie.
2: It's not called that, though.
6: It is not, and you wouldn't know until the last 15 minutes of the movie. That it has anything to do with Krampus.
2: right? When you actually see him,
6: yes. So I don't want to go into too much details, right. but go ahead. What were you going to say?
2: I was going to say I don't know if this was an American-made movie. It was not. Yeah. Okay.
6: Um, I, think I don't that's important. know if it was a German or I don't know something. It was something else, but it was some somewhere over there near Russia. I think it was on the Russia border. They were
2: speaking Russian.
1: Were yeah, yeah. A lot a, of Russian.
6: It was, it was, it was, a, it was. It might have been the Czech Republic or somewhere, but it, yes, it might have been Austria. It was somewhere around the border of Russia, and it was dubbed. So you know, you, they were obviously were not speaking um, in English, uh, but some of it's dubbed. Some of it is in a different language, but you don't lose any of the story that way. What I found interesting was they take this in a whole another direction. I'm talking about nothing. I was thinking... uh, Actually, I could not predict anything that was going to happen in this movie. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah. Every single time something happened, it was not what I predicted. So they did a really good job. And then I was starting to catch on to what was happening. And then the last 15 to 20 minutes, they totally fuck-swited me.
2: It was a crazy ending. It completely screwed
6: me up. I was like, I never expected this. But that was the problem, But not in a good
2: way, right? Yeah. I don't think the last
6: 15, 20 minutes was in a good way. They screwed us. So... The weirdest thing about this is they have a whole nother idea of Santa's helpers or Crumpus's helpers, and they have a whole nother idea of what elves are. Yeah. Because they're almost like all... They, I, can, I don't want to get into it because it might give some of it away, but it's very interesting where they went with this, and you assumed one thing, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute, no. And then at the end, you're like, oh. And then you're like, oh. And then you're like, Oh. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, it's true. <laughs> I don't know. And then you're
6: like, <laughs> and that was it. It was over.
2: But it, it was a good movie It up was. Until it was well made. And the little boy actor I loved was him. so adorable. I loved him. I know.
6: And what happens to the little boys that are bad, they looked like uh, stuffed animals, like pieces of wood. Oh, That's exactly what Crumpus does. Yeah. So although Crumpus is only in a very small part at the end, um, you would have never known that except if you really listen to the little tidbits. Right. And that kind of brings us back to the original story of Krampus, that some believe that the original Santa Claus or Saint Nick was the original demon of Krampus. And then they made up this Santa Claus to be the polar opposite of Krampus. It's weird. So, But this is kind of basing it on that story, the original, original, original. So it's very interesting. I don't think we'll ever get to the bottom of the original stories of what really happened. There's You're talking no about way. thousands of years ago. Yeah. But I liked this movie until the end. So please, I, I would say watch, that. watch it. Watch it and let us know what you think. You may like it.
2: Out of this list is one of the top ones. So yeah, give yes. it a try. Yes. Just know that maybe you won't love the ending.
6: Right. Okay, better watch out. Ashley travels to the suburbs home of, of the learners to babysit their 12-year-old son, Luke, during the holidays, who has a crush on the older Ashley. She must soon defend herself and the young boy against unwelcome home intruders. Fun, goofy, scary, and unexpected. It reminds me of the style of movie Scream was, but it's during Christmas and the invaders make themselves known. Or do they?
2: I didn't see this one, did I?
6: No, you did not. Oh, okay. uh, I did watch it. I liked it. I was surprised that I liked it. It had a lot of fun twists in it. It was goofy and scary, and just overall, it was unexpected. So, would I watch Better Watch Out Again? I may. So, uh, would that definitely be on my absolute list? Probably not, but this is better than a lot of the movies on this list. Okay. Okay. You got the next one?
2: Edward Scissorhands? (laughs) 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 Sure.
6: Okay. (laughs) A, A
2: scientist builds a gentle, loving, animated human being, Edward... Sadly, the scientist passes away before he can finish assembling Edward, leaving him with a freakish appearance and scissor blades for hands. Loving saleswoman Peg discovers Edward and takes him home, where he falls for Peg's daughter. However, despite his kindness, gentle heart, and artistic talent, Edward's hands make him an outcast to society.
6: Uh, I I believe this has always been a must-watch. Do I watch it all the holidays? No.
2: Why? I always thought it was a Halloween movie. No. A Christmas
6: movie. So it it takes place, uh, the ending takes place, uh, a lot of it's snowing. They do the the angels out in the snow, and a lot of it takes place around the holiday season. It's during the holiday season that it takes place. So it's like Die Hard. Well, yes. You know, you see the Christmas lights and all that stuff kind of toward the end of the movie, and... It has some Christmas feeling to it, the snow and all that. And it just feels kind of mystical. It's kind of like a movie you would watch between Halloween and Christmas. Okay. Um, but I just love it for its heart. You know, for the purity and heart of Edward.
2: I feel so bad, You I know. feel very bad
6: for him, but I think it's a beautiful story and it's... It's one of my favorite that I don't really talk about too often, but I've always loved it. I haven't watched it for a few years now, but it's it's one of my favorites.
2: Maybe we should watch it. Yeah,
6: and it's one of my favorites from Burton too. Burton, this is one of his his best movies he's ever made. um The Nightmare. It's um, next. Yeah, that's right. The, the Nightmare Before Christmas is one of is, is another one that Burton has done. Mm-hmm. And you know he's done the Batman's and things like that, and he's done a lot of great movies. Um, But definitely Ever Susan's is a must in The Nightmare Before Christmas, the only animated claymation holiday movie that bridges the gap between Halloween and Christmas. We follow Jack Skeleton, Halloween Town's beloved pumpkin king who has become bored with the same annual Halloween routine of frightening people until Jack accidentally stumbles on Christmas Town, a town full of bright colors, warm spirits and joy. Once seeing this, Jack gets a new lease on life. His intention is to bring Christmas to Halloween Town by kidnapping Santa Claus and taking over the role of Santa Claus. But Jack soon discovers even the best-laid plans of mice and skeleton men can be seriously awry, especially when the Oogie Boogie Sandman gets involved between worlds. I, I always, like this I, movie. I, I always saw the Oogie Boogie as the Sandman. I don't know why, <laughs> although he has bugs coming out of his eyes and all that. But he always reminded me of the oh, Sandman. Oh. I love this. Yeah, I love it, too. One of the best claymation animation films ever made.
2: It's really cool. And yeah, it is perfect for bridging the gap between Halloween and Christmas.
6: And I think it's definitely a must-watch around the holiday seasons as well. Sure. Okay, you got this beautiful one.
2: Aww. <laughs> How the Grinch Stole Christmas, original 1966 movie. The Grinch and his loyal dog, Max live a solitary existence inside a cave on Mount Crumpet. His main source of aggravation comes during Christmas time when his neighbors in Whoville celebrate the holidays with singing, dancing, and laughing and Christmas decorating. When the Who's in Whoville decide to make Christmas bigger and brighter, the disgruntled Grinch realizes that there's only one way to gain peace and quiet. With help from Max, the Green Grinch hatches a scheme to pose as Santa Claus, steal Christmas, and silence the Who's holiday cheer once and for all.
6: (laughs) I don't know. This is where Christmas started for me. So this is where it all started for me. I, I think I saw the Grinch before the Peanuts.
1: Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know which.
6: Actually, I don't know which. I, th- I I think the Peanuts came a year or two later, but yeah, I think the Grinch was the first thing I've ever seen related to Christmas in my life. That's the first thing I think about when it comes to Christmas. So, That's
2: so awesome. Yeah.
6: So the Grinch is is my absolute favorite. Uh, obviously, the cartoon is far superior than the Jim Carrey Jim Carrey movie, and it's far superior than the newer animated version but that was better than the um jim carrey movie
2: was the newer one a netflix original yeah i don't know if it was i don't know if
6: it was original netflix it was on netflix but i don't know if it was if they were the ones that put the money up to make that but the jim carrey really was too long and they put a lot of fluff in that movie just to extend it to make it you know longer to make more money because you're not going to make a twenty-minute movie. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, because that's
2: how long the Grinch was—twenty minutes. Uh, yeah. Well, first of all, the cartoon it was I know. longer. It's sh- no, it's short, but I love it.
6: Uh, CGI one that oh, was just out of oh, yeah, yeah, Netflix. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that one's longer, but it's still—I think that one's only like an hour or...
2: I don't remember. Yeah. But that was good. Yeah. And the Jim Carrey one, I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. But the original, I love. Yes. How could you not? Yeah.
6: The, the Jim Carrey one, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I liked it, but it was just too damn long. It just felt like there was too much fluff put in it that was unnecessary. Yeah. And it just like... Oh, but
2: oh. Yeah. costume was awesome. No, it was sick. <laughs> it was and, amazing. And, and,
6: and Jim Carrey did an, a, a brilliant, good, yeah. brilliant job. He's always been brilliant. But if they made the jim carrey version an hour it would have been amazing
2: that's probably true it
6: only needed to be an hour but i mean how are you going to sell tickets and how are you going to come up with a reason why it costs this much money you know what i mean so but um i love i I do like all the grinch's but obviously the original is the best same hey what's on your shirt the grinch (laughs) yeah and you got you got (laughs) that to me for my my birthday yeah thank you (laughs) welcome (laughs) okay one of my favorite die hard During Christmas, New York City policeman John McClain is visiting his estranged wife and two daughters on Christmas Eve. See? It has to do with Christmas.
2: It takes place at Christmas time, yeah.
6: <laughs> he joined his wife at a Christmas Eve party in the headquarters of the business she works at, but the festivities are interrupted by a group of terrorists who take over the, the exclusive high-rise business, and everyone is in it. Very soon, John McLean realizes that there's no one to save the hostages but him.
2: It's a great movie. I just never <laughs> thought of it as a Christmas movie, but it uh, maybe it's more of a Christmas movie than Edward Scissorhands to me. I, I don't would know. say yes. Yeah.
6: I would say yes. Yeah. You know, if you put a people, if you put ten people in a room, five are gonna say it's a Christmas movie. It's true, and five yeah. are gonna say nah. <laughs> but I mean, so you have just as many people who think it's Christmas movie as I think it is. I mean, I would, I would, I, I would love to have a Christmas ornament of John McLean on my tray. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, flying out of the. Building on fire. I, I don't know something, but well, something whatever. Fun. It's
2: a great movie, yeah. and if you enjoy it, then watch it at Christmas time. Sure. I
6: wonder if it's um one of uh, what's his name's best movies. Bruce uh, Bruce Willis. God, I can't, I can't <laughs> believe I can't remember his name for God's sake. God, yeah, but I think it's one of his best. Yeah. Okay, so and for our last movie, are we ready? Ready. Black Christmas.
2: What is that?
6: The original nineteen seventy four was made in Canada, but in the U.S., it was released as Silent Night, Evil Night. Are you ready for this? Directed by the same Bob Clark who did our favorite A Christmas Story with Ralphie. What? Yes. It was done before A Christmas Story. Wow. Yes, the film is about a deranged stalker and murderer who hunts down women at a sorority house during a Christmas party. This has got to be one of the biggest surprises I never knew about. I never heard of it. This is a classic and brings me back to the films like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre that was filmed in the same year of 1974. The villain in this movie is one of the most sadistic ones I've ever seen in a horror movie. This movie clearly gave the concept of phone calls to the movie Scream. This is where they got this from. If you watch this movie... You know, like, oh, you know, he's in the house, he's on the phone. Yeah. This guy is the one who started it in 1974.
2: Yeah, you were telling me about this. It was I unbelievable. Was like, well, how'd they do that? They didn't have cell phones yet. I know. Yet.
6: He, must have been, uh, he must have been across the way on the, uh, on the pay, um, phone? pay phone. That's so funny. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. This film may be a slow burn, yet suspenseful, intense. And there's plenty of comedy in it at times, which I was totally surprised at. Wow. I wish this was a movie I would have watched every Christmas the way I watch the 70s Halloween movies every Halloween because it totally has that traditional vibe. This is something if you started watching this in the 70s or when it came out, out, I bet you it's on your list of absolute movies to watch during the holidays. This is the like the first horror movie that was made based around Christmas.
2: Guess I should watch it sometime. Yes.
6: So, you should definitely watch it. I'll watch it again. It was really <laughs> Kind of effed up, but it was weird because, h- how do I describe this? This movie was really well done. It was done to the point where the murders were happening, but you don't see any of the gore. You just can sense and feel it, but you don't visually see it. Okay. It's, it's kind of wacky. That's interesting. It, the, it was filmed very well done, although it has a radar, uh, rated R rating because of really, I, I would say the first death is the most dramatic I don't want to go into details about that. But the other ones were kind of just like where, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's not gory. No, it's Good. not. Well, some of it is. But, oh, I mean, okay. but overall, no. So this is a must-watch, guys. Black Christmas. You do not watch this with the kids. You do not watch this <laughs> with the kids. It'll just ruin them. It'll ruin them forever. Oh, but boy. If you love the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, if you love those old you know, horror movies, how Black Christmas got around me all these years, I have no idea. But it's definitely something that I could watch every year now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Wow. This is going to wrap up our special spooky holiday podcast, a uh, first for us. Uh, but we hope you all enjoyed it, and um, hopefully bring a little scare into your holiday chair. What do you think? You think it? You think this will work? Do then we get people maybe watching a couple of horror movies during the holidays.
2: I think it's something totally different. And I don't know if people will be like you and want to watch this every Christmas, but maybe at least watch them once and check them out for something different. Why not, right? Yeah, yeah.
6: Because, I mean, you get this craving for something different. And maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe watch your traditional It's a Wonderful Life and Santa Claus is Coming to Town. But, you know, then maybe put a couple of weird ones in.
2: Totally. You know, I like to change it
6: up a little bit every Christmas. Yeah, you know, after the kids are in bed and waiting for Santa (laughs) Claus, you know, you and, your hubby or boyfriend can, you know, go ahead and watch a couple of spooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to end this with something very wacky. But before we do, we're letting you know next week we're going to be doing our last holiday podcast. And Amanda is going to be doing her own 20 favorite Christmas movies, shows. And I'm going to do that, too. And we're going to see how good they line up to each other. Okay. Okay. And to end this podcast, we're going to be doing a heavy metal song. Really? Yes, and it's going to be called the Naughty krampus christmas
2: is that one in the movie no oh i was gonna say i don't think i remember i it. listened
6: to this song and i was saying to myself this is ridiculous <laughs> and then i listened to it three times and i'm like fuck this is fucking good really i was like this is crazy i don't know the last time i listened to mega death or metallica or any of that uh but i was like listen to this song i go this is a good song so you guys pump it up and you're gonna hear a little taste of krampus at the end of it it's so fucking awesome oh my gosh okay guys Okay. So happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Mele Kalikimaka, Kaliki and Kaliki all Maka. that, and behave this year.
2: <laughs> Krampus, is Krampus is watching. This is
6: coming. <laughs> Shoot! Shoot. <laughs> all right, see Aloha. you guys next week. Aloha. <laughs>
0: of aloha, it's all the above, all the good, yeah, so that officer right away range aloha, whether it's pono, moikai, still the same, I don't care how you look at it, it's still aloha, be pono, be righteous.